0: Welcome to Women of Courage, living the gospel with power. Today marks the final part of a six-part series on prayer. And we have been reading 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Today we're going to finish the last five verses that concludes this chapter in the story of Jehoshaphat and the children of Judah when these three armies came against them and how the Lord saved them. Last week, what we talked about was how they were told and instructed to go to to the watchtower in the wilderness, which they did, and when they got there, the enemy was destroyed. There was no one left alive. They had actually killed themselves. It took them three days to gather up the blessings that the Lord had provided for them through their enemy. And this was God's doing. And this is what happens when we pray, when we acknowledge who God is, when we pray with confidence, when we pray with a focused mind on who he is, when we believe, when we step out in faith, when we praise him, he will see to it that our enemies bless us. Now, what's significant about verse 26, it picks up on day four, because remember the last three days, they have been gathering up the spoil. So on the fourth day, what do they do? They stop and they have a prayer meeting. They stop and they bless the Lord. They stop what they're doing and they praise him for who he is. It says, then they return every man to Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat in the forefront of them to go again to Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them to rejoice over their enemies. Verse 28. And they came to Jerusalem with psalteries and harps and trumpets unto the house of the Lord. Where do they begin in verse 6 of this chapter? They had a prayer meeting at the house of the Lord. And when they returned from the battle, they went back to church and had another prayer meeting and they blessed the Lord, and they praised him. Now in verse 28, no, in verse 29, it says, And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they had heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel. This is significant. The Lord will make your enemies behave around you. This is not some long ago story that God has changed, and He doesn't do things like this anymore. God still fights battles. He still wins battles when we let Him. And He still will put His fear in people, our enemies, around us. He is still doing that. In the last verse, I also want to say in verse 29, Why do the nations around Jerusalem now fear the Lord? Because they recognize that it was their God... That fought for them. It doesn't say that the people around them, the nations around them, feared them because of what Israel had done, but they recognized that it was God. See, this is so important. Our life must be a reflection of the power of God. This is the big attraction when they see our life powerful. People can't see that there's any power in our life, so why would they want to serve our God? And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms, not just two kingdoms or three. It says all the kingdoms, those countries, when they had heard, they heard that the Lord, Yahweh, the righteous judge, the eternal one, the self-existing one, the one who is all-powerful and all-knowing, who is in our past, present, and future, the creator God. When they heard that the Lord fought against the enemies of Israel, when they heard that God, I'm being redundant, I know I am. I want you to get this. God fights our battles. If we allow people to see the power of God in our life, we need to stop acting as if we are powerless. We need to stop acting like we serve a powerless God. And that's the impression that a lot of people around us have of us, that we serve a powerless God. And that's our fault. This came to me in Job 42 and verse 7. And it says, And it was so that after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz, My wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job has. And he goes on to say in verse eight at the bottom, he says, And my servant Job shall pray for you, for him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, and that ye have not spoken of me the things which is right, like my servant Job. The Lord take issue to how we protect his honor and his glory and his reputation. And so many of us have so distorted the reputation of God by our attitudes, by our murmuring and our complaining, by our disposition, which is completely dissatisfied with God. And we let everybody know it by the things that we do, by the places we go, how we take care of our bodies and our minds. And verse 30 says, so the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet. For his God gave him rest round about. And God would do that for us. When we first started the series, I gave you a challenge. And that is to take your prayer life out and examine it. Look at it. There's no set way to pray. However, but I highly encourage you to incorporate the following in your prayer life. Pray with confidence because you know who he is. Incorporate praise. Enter your prayer life and claim his promises. Also, make sure that you're praying according to his will and make sure you are obedient. Remember the word hearken. When the Lord is telling us something, he has given us the strength to do it, to follow through. So I'm going to close this series by thanking you for hanging in there with me. I have immensely enjoyed it. Until next time, have a blessed day, a blessed week. Until we meet again thank you for joining me for another episode of women of courage living the gospel with power you are the most courageous woman i know and i thank you for allowing me to be a part of your life until next time be blessed